0: Welcome into the show that we believe is Odyssey's favorite podcast, Name That News. And here at Name That News, we are still basking in the glow of our previous episode, our first ever celebrity edition, uh, where I, Mark Menard, and my co-host, Zach Clark, we were joined by one of the former American Gladiators, Danny Nitro Clark. If you haven't heard that episode, we encourage you to go and download that one and listen to it as soon as you finish listening to this one. Obviously, most of you by this point are loyal fans, and we know you don't miss one. But in case you were on vacation, taking in the last rays of summer, uh, just know that it's out there, and you can go check it out.
1: So the question is, Mark, we know that we're Odyssey's favorite podcast. Do you think we are now Nitro's favorite podcast?
0: You know He's got his own podcast, and I think he probably puts us up even above that at this point. I think he had a great time.
1: Yeah, I had a great time. I know I had a great time, no question.
0: I had a blast, and he was a fantastic first guest to break the seal on celebrity editions of Name That News. Hopefully, we will have many of those in the future. Again, the invitation is still outstanding. Taylor Swift, if you want to come on. We're more than happy to have you. We know you could use a little bit of promotion for that Aeros tour, getting the word out. People don't know that it's out there, so uh, we we can help you out with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, have your people call our people.
0: Yes, and my people are usually just me, but I'll be happy to talk to you. So now, let's get into this week's episode, now that we've done all the, the plugging and the begging. Name That News is a show that works like this. We play you some clips that we have culled from a week's worth of news. We've taken a little bit out of the clip. And you get to try to guess what they're talking about. We will give you choices for each answer. And your prize in the end is satisfaction of a job well done. You are starting us off this week, Zach. What do you have for us to get the show going? That's right, Mark. We're going to go uh, West Coast, Best
1: Coast, out of the gate. This comes to us from KNX in Los Angeles. Take a listen. Is somebody's important to you. Well, for a lot of people it is. And now there's a new app to specifically match you based on... All Mark, what does this new app use to match potential lovebirds? Is it A, music? Is it
0: B, pet peeves? Or is it C, your astrological sign? I'm going to say this. I'm going to preface it with this. If there's not already an app to match you by your astrological sign, I don't know what that community is doing. Get with the times. I think that that probably already exists. So that brings us to music and pet peeves. And look. Both of these very valid things to base your romantic interests on. Music, if you are incompatible with your romantic partner's music, that's going to lead to a lot of arguments in the car as to what you're going to listen to. But I think even more so, the pet peeves. If if somebody does something that just grates on your nerves, that you can't handle, you can't stomach, I can guarantee you it's not going to get better over time. It's only going to get more annoying. So I think that that is a fantastic way to start a relationship is to know each other's pet peeves and see that you are compatible in those pet peeves. I'm going with B.
1: Mark, I would love the idea of B, but unfortunately, I made that up. The answer is music. The app is called Vinylly, like vinyl and finally come together. And you're absolutely right about having musical compatibility. But look. If you and I don't right now become billionaires based on things that annoy other people, I don't know where else
0: we're going to make any money. I need to have the pet peeve app today, right now. I believe that our business venture is going to have to get off the ground here real soon because now we're putting this out there into the world. Somebody else might snipe it from us before we can get it going. So we should get on that as soon as this show is over.
1: Yeah, it's a good call. Didn't even think about that. Good point. (laughs)
0: so now that comes to me look i'm gonna keep it local here i'm down here in new orleans and this clip comes to us from wwl in the big easy with some celebrity competition going on not name that news with nitro but something else in the city that's happening take a listen i'm really actually interested in this with not a whole lot else going on right now uh, i have
1: been captivated by this drew Brees john McEnroe (laughs) battle that's going on tomorrow Free admission, by the way, at the uh, convention center
0: in New Orleans. So, you got two very famous athletes here, retired athletes John McEnroe, famous tennis player, Drew Brees, a god here in New Orleans from his time with the Saints at quarterback. What sport are these two legends engaging in tomorrow? I will give you a hint it is neither tennis nor football. It is either a pickleball, b cornhole, or c competitive eating this is a tricky one
1: i'll be honest with you because look here's the thing there's nothing hotter right now when it comes to sports than pickleball but it would seem to me that even though it's not tennis that would be quite the advantage for john McEnroe, right i mean tennis legend no question Cornhole, I feel like, is something either one of them could be down, down with, especially as retired athletes, though I know there's an age difference. I don't think it's competitive eating. As much as I'd like to see that, that's not something you can just do to any effect. I just I don't think you can just jump into this. I'm going to say pickleball only
0: because of how popular it is right now across the globe. Your deductive reasoning that apparently you learned from Nitro last week, uh, it worked out well. Pickleball is the answer. The Pickleball Championships are in New Orleans this weekend. With McEnroe having a few years on him and being a little older, I think this could be very competitive because I know Drew Brees' nature from his years down here in the Crescent City. Mark, let's move ourselves northwards a little bit. We're going to WBBM
1: in Chicago. Here you go. Walgreens has now joined numerous companies in using one very specific tactic to deter people from hanging out in their storefronts. Alrighty, Mark, what is Walgreens in Chicago doing to discourage loitering in front of their stores? Is it A, shining floodlights on the sidewalk? Is it B,
0: dropping periodic stink bombs? Or is it C, playing classical music? Okay, so let's take a look at these answers. First of all, you don't want whatever it is to be so intrusive that people just avoid coming into the store altogether because they can't handle it. So I think Stink Bombs is out. So you have floodlights and classical music. Uh, I know that. Blaring music is used as torture uh, in, in some places, uh, particularly uh, in Guantanamo Bay. They used to blare music at the prisoners uh, to try to keep them from you know sleeping so that they would uh, give up their secrets more freely. That sort of thing is frowned upon in the Geneva Convention, and I don't know that Walgreens is going to violate the Geneva Convention anytime soon. The floodlights, I don't know how that would work during the daytime, so I don't know. I'm down to floodlights of classical music. I guess I'm going to go with their playing music.
1: Yeah, Mark, it is music, and everything that you said is correct. The Chicago Coalition for the Homeless says that this is a version of torture, or is at least cruel, if nothing else. Uh, But they're not the only ones doing it. In fact, I'm looking at an article from NBC15 in Chicago. 7-Eleven stores use opera, and a couple in Chicago are doing the same thing there, too. So classical music
0: at Walgreens, opera at 7-Eleven, and both companies say... It works. Wow. I imagine you do get tired of it after a while, but what do you do if they start like singing along or maybe doing interpretive dance? I, I don't know. That's the thing. Like what if there's enjoyment here? That's what I'm saying. It, it can't be punishment for everybody. The most famous loiterers of all Jay and silent Bob. Jay would make up his own songs in front of the store. Yeah. And I mean, silent Bob never complained anyway. So what's the difference? Right. He just stand <laughs> there and take it. So that comes back to me. We're going back down South to KRLD in Dallas, Dallas, and a festival coming up in 2024. Here's some information on it.
1: It runs from April 5th to 9th, 2024. Uh, Coincides and and planned really around the that's happening on April 8th.
0: So what does this festival in Texas revolve around? Is it A, a total solar eclipse? Is it B, a stop on Taylor Swift's never-ending era's tour? Or is it C, the first ever live episode of Name That News?
1: Well, I got to tell you what. If the answer is C, my non-existent agent is fired because I was never told about a live taping of Name That News. You know, you're right about the Taylor Swift thing, Mark. I was under the impression this L.A. stop was the end. But uh, it's just the end this time. There's more coming, including Europe and here in the States. So, look, I think that one is feasible. I don't know anything about solar eclipses. I mean, I know what it is. But I don't know as far as if that's a thing, if that's happening. Look, we use Taylor Swift so much, at some point, she's got to be the actual answer, right? Go with B. Well,
0: look, she just announced new stops on the Aeros tour, as you alluded to, including, I know she already came to your neck of the woods in Detroit. Now she's headed to New Orleans next year, so my social media feed has been full of people talking about codes and wait lists. Uh, But in this case, it is not the Taylor Swift tour. It is, in fact, a total solar eclipse. Uh, it's going to be over Texas in April of next year. And it happened, the last time it happened in this area of the country, 370 years ago. So this is a rare event and they're having a big festival all around it. So people can party and get ready for the eclipse and then enjoy it for the 20 minutes that it lasts and then go back to partying.
1: Now, I'm, I I don't want to be insensitive here, but is Bonnie Tyler still alive? And if she is, will she be headlining the festival with total eclipse of the heart? I got to know.
0: I don't know if she's still alive or not. I know that if she's not, the Dan Band is available. Excellent. We'll be good
1: then. Not to worry.
0: So now we come to the part (laughs) of the show that we call the cliffhanger question of the week. It's very simple. It's a question just like all the other questions, except for the fact that we don't give you the answer now. We make you wait a week so that you have to think about it, and it just eats away at you until... Another fresh new episode of Name That News drops and you can finally relieve your tension, relieve your anxiety, and get the answers you seek. Before we move on to this week's Cliffhanger Question of the Week, let's refresh your memory on last week's Cliffhanger Question of the Week and finally assuage that anxiety. And that one came from you, Zach, so remind us what we talked about. Just don't call it moment
1: of zen. I don't want to get sued. Correct, Mark. I had this one last week, and we're going to go back to Dallas. This one comes to us from KRLD yet again. Here we go.
0: Want to hear some good news about the heat? Well, it's too hot for... Oh, they're still out there, but they are less active when temperatures go above 95 degrees, which it has been across North Texas for a while now. All righty,
1: Mark. Who or what is being slowed down by the Texas heat? Is it A, shrinkage? Is it B, mosquitoes? Or is it C, the southern drawl? And I will point out to the folks, uh, last week, Nitro said he thought it was B. And for what it's worth, Nitro, very good at this game.
0: He was very good at this game. And look, we we can't plug his episode enough. If you haven't heard it, once again, go back. You can download it at any time. Uh, It was uh, this past week's episode of Name That News, where we had former American Gladiator Nitro, who was very good at this game. He got just about everything right. Uh, There was one... Question. I'm not going to give it away. There was one question that stumped him and you. And if you want to hear that, go back and download the episode and take, but a he only
1: got it wrong because he listened to me. That, that, see, <laughs> that, that was like, he was like collateral damage on that one.
0: Yeah, he lets you go first for a change, and that was a bad move. So that that brings us to the answer from me this week. He did go with Mosquitoes, and I'm looking at the other answers. The shrinkage, yeah, it slows down in the heat, but I don't know that that's as big of a problem as Mosquitoes would be. In the southern drawl, it's already pretty slow. I'm not going to argue with Nitro. He was very good at this game. I'm going to say it's the Mosquitoes. I think you could argue that shrinkage would get worse.
1: Because it's hotter outside than it is in the water, you're, you're you're drawing that gap. But look, I'm not a scientist. The answer is B. It is mosquitoes. They just don't move around as much
0: in the heat because, well, they're alive just like we are, and the heat is oppressive. Flat out. Yeah. In fact, you know, if you uh, if you remember, Nitro even brought up that where he's at, uh, uh, I believe he lives in either Southern California or Arizona. But he said that the mosquitoes in the summer aren't really a problem because it gets so hot there, they just they stay away. I think he lives in Southern California, too, because remember, he talked about the
1: Hollywood Hills and not smelling Minnie Driver's breath as she drove by.
0: That's right. Yeah. He's, he's a big wig. He lives in the Hollywood Hills. You are correct <laughs> about that. So now that brings us to this week's Cliffhanger Question of the Week. And we're staying on the West Coast, the home of Nitro and the city of Angels, where there's a new purchase that is going to revolutionize their lives, they hope.
1: If you like quiet on your street, you really should like a new purchase by the city of Los Angeles. City
0: Councilman Bob Blumenfield tells us the news. It's 100% electric. All right, so what is this brand-new purchase by the city of Los Angeles? Is it A, an electric fleet of ride-on lawnmowers for landscaping purposes? Is it B, an electric graffiti remover? Or is it C, an electric street sweeper? And again, we won't give you the answer this week, but we can talk about it a little bit.
1: So all of these would make sense in Los Angeles. Mark, I have limited knowledge of Southern California. I went to college and lived in the state of Arizona for over 10 years and spent a lot of time going back and forth, even interned a couple summers in Los Angeles. I can tell you one thing, all three of these things would make sense. The amount of public space they have, the amount of street space they have is unbelievable. And I can tell you as somebody that lives in a, not a city as large as Los Angeles, I live in a city that uh, there are fewer now than there used to be, but a lot of abandoned buildings, the graffiti is everywhere. And I know Los Angeles and Detroit aren't the same, but I've been there, I've seen the problem. And, you know, I'm just not sure... Uh, the only thing I th- think about would be is I'm not sure that a-, a graffiti remover is a thing with or without electricity. Like they have a gas powered one. What does it look like? Is it a laser like a tattoo remover? Now I want to know if it's real or not. Very
0: interesting. I like this. Well, you're going to have to wait until next week to find out if that's even a thing or if it just came out of my brain. Just like our Pet Peeves dating app. The fact that I couldn't even come up with a clever way to say my brain maybe is a a foreboding harbinger of whether or not that's true (laughs) or not. But tune in next week and you will find out. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Name That News. Special thanks to Brian Fisher, who helps put the show together. And special thanks to you for joining us. If you like what you heard, then please pound that subscribe button bookmark us on your browser, set a reminder on your calendar, because we're here every single week with another brand new episode of Name That News.